0: Hello, this is John Wynn yeah, and my good. host Billate. Yes, sir. And this is the Doomer Bloomer podcast. I thought you were going to take it away. Anyways, <laughs> if you want something good, if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how shit goes. So, Mister Billy Bill, what are we talking about? This evening on the Doomer Bloomer podcast.
1: Uh, we're going to
0: talk about Ricky Gervais
1: in his uh, Golden Globes speech.
0: Yeah, it's a bit old news at this point, but I mean, it, it was too much of a legendary roast of um, the elite, you know, the for us to pass up. So we got to talk about that. Um, opioid vending machines in Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver, BC uh, for, uh, for us, uh, for our international uh, listeners here. Uh, BC, British Columbia, Canada.
1: Uh, Elon Musk, his mission to Mars. Yeah, uh, that's going to be good. Uh, and having an abundance practice. Yep. Not to mention, um, finding your, your best sleep practice. So polyphasic sleeping, um, which I have been practicing for a little bit.
0: Um, and also, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to hear from that, uh, your perspective on that. I'm not too familiar with it, so I'll be, uh, an instructive podcast for me and our listeners.
1: And also the the Soy Burger, or also known as Beyond Beyond Meat, which is owned yeah. uh, exclusively by AW and Tim Hortons has a, a version of it. And Starbucks now too. Starbucks and Burger King. And yeah. is Apu. From The Simpsons, racist AF.
0: <laughs> it's your- yeah, that, yeah, that's, um, yeah, well, as we know, as we know, uh, well, me and you know, maybe not our listeners, but the voice actor that voices Apu is uh, quitting Apu uh, due to leftist pressure. After 30 uh, years. After 30-some years, yeah. It's... Yeah, Shoals started in 89. Yeah, 1980,
1: in 1989. I know, right? Yeah. That's the year I was born, 1989. Oh, damn, eh? Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's kind of screwed up. Yeah. It's all acceptable. It's kind of a part of my childhood. Yeah. Well, welcome to the quickie mop. <laughs> Sorry, I don't.
0: I don't do a very good Indian act. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come man, again. I, I, I must, man. I, I've been saying that since I think I've, I, I've been twelve years old. 12, 13 years old. Yeah, probably. You know. Yeah, you're you're a little. bit I mean, no. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, like Apu, man. Like. I, uh, who's an iconic character. I mean, they say it's racist because I guess he's uh, he fits the stereotype that Indian people own quickie marts, which is totally true. Kind of any true, big, yes. yo. I mean, any big city yeah. here in Canada, is, or, the, or the United States, or yeah, probably even worse in the U.S.
1: Well, not worse in the sense
0: that it's bacon. bad, but it, it's like. The The Simpsons
1: is is is, is based in um, Illinois.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, well, they never say where where it is, but like it's, yeah, it's, Springfield it, is like any town USA type of thing. Yeah, pretty much exactly. And and, and yeah, I mean uh, look. They, they make fun – I actually saw a Simpsons episode and it cracked me up. I mean, uh, they were talking about Canadians and they were making fun and they made fun of, like, uh, the French Canadians and the Newfoundlanders, which yeah. I'm a bit part of both. Yeah. And they, they – they, Literally. <laughs> yeah. And they, they – they, Use like a Canadian version of Ralphie to encompass like those two uh, those two ethnicities of uh, Canada. Well, they're not really even ethnicities, and they made and they made they made them uh, like they they were basically saying the Canadians in in the Simpsons episode were basically saying that new fees were the R word, (laughs) aka retards and uh, sorry yeah like I mean like they <laughs> what's going on Bill no. <laughs> I, I just saw I just saw I just saw the sound while spike I not laughing but
1: do you know do you, do you do you know what the retard test is I uh, no, I don't put your hand over your face no do it nope if you do it, you're a retard. Ah, there you go. Because I'm gonna come behind you and smash your pan into your face because you're a retard. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's the retard test. You passed. That was like you passed. The all retard. right, you passed. You
0: passed the retard I'm test. Glad. You're not I'm a glad. retard. You're not a retard. All right, all right, excellent. And uh, and and we're not talking about. Down syndrome. Here we're talking about retardation. You know, the yeah, the the connotation we've we've been using it as, a, like, it even is- when I was growing up, and this, this is like twenty years ago when I was growing yeah. up in, in school and primary. Well, no, I mean, uh, I mean, it, it was never like cool to say. Well, Shut it was up. never cool to fucking make fun of like someone that had that.
1: No, I know. You know,
0: there was a there. Like, never, like, like, like people that were had Down syndrome, no one would, like, hey, retard or shit like that. They never got bullied.
1: No, I, I know. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, you know what I mean? It's not cool. I mean, we've all seen the movie, Forrest Forrest Gump, right? Yeah. Yeah. Forrest Gump in the book was a goddamn astronaut, okay? In the book, goddamn astronaut.
0: Mm Hmm.
1: I mean, in, in in the movie, he went to Vietnam. He went to college. He got yeah. super laid. Um, you don't have, yeah. It, anyways, I'm digressing here.
0: <laughs> yeah, like what we we're talking about. Oh yeah, so basically, Apu, uh, Apu supposedly represents r- racism, but I mean. Every single like, no one's off limits on the Simpsons. They make fun of every type of uh, stereotype, and like who's exactly. like one of the more likable characters. He really
1: is. He actually has you know? a smoking hot Indian wife.
0: Yeah, and like thirteen children. Yeah, he he, he he's like never like portrayed uh, portrayed as like dumb or. No. Like uh, an absolute idiot or anything like that. I mean, yeah. he's, uh, he's. I mean, like it. Like, look at Homer Simpson. He, like, oh he, he's God. like the stereotype of the typical
1: dumbass white,
0: uh, dumbass American. You know what I'm, I mean? Dope. my my name is Homer Simpson. I work at the
1: nuclear power plant. I know. I know how to do the to do the work at the new like I'm like yeah he's a re- yeah he's the true meaning of a retard yeah
0: exactly I, I mean I, I I they poke fun at every and they do it in a way that's not offensive I, mean, I know if you look at if you look at South Park yes. I mean. Eric Cartman fucking calls uh, <laughs> Kyle a fucking Jew all the time. I uh, know, uh, right? Oh, uh, <laughs> or, or the one where the Chinese and the Japanese go at each other. Oh, oh welcome to shitty walk. Welcome to shitty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Man, take your audience. Uh-huh. Shitty, shitty walk.
0: Or when when Cartman starts a. Um, uh a jewelry business and he goes in to buy jewelry off these asian women it's like and like, like the the uh uh the asian lady is portrayed uh you know as like this shifty uh conniving uh lady that's it that tries to rip off everybody which is you know is is has a uh, which is a certain stereotype, especially among other Asians, man. Like uh, other know, Asians, right? will will think like really think that Chinese are shifty and the you know the they're trying to <laughs> scam you or whatever. I'm not Jeez. here to debate if that's true or not, but like South Park straight up made the the exaggerated Chinese accent is like, "Ooh, you want to fuck Asian lady." <laughs> <to> Eric Cartman. <Carver. laughs> like, like what like, uh, "What? What do you mean? Oh, well, uh, I, I want, I sell you the jewelry and I make no money. You, you make all money on me. You want to fuck me? You want to, you want to fuck out? You want to fuck out? <laughs> you you want to fuck the old Asian lady? That's what straight up she says. I mean, that's it. like if you're gonna be picky. uh I mean, that's way more offensive than fucking apu which is actually one of the most reasonable characters on the fucking show.
1: And, and dis, a disclaimer here, like, we, uh, yeah. we, uh, we accept all creeds and all races.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh,
1: funny is funny, and you don't have to apologize for that.
0: Yo, when I saw that, those jokes when they did that Canadian episode and they laughed uh, about Quebecers, I actually, and I actually, part, wa- I watched that with Lisa. Yeah, Lisa goes into oh, you, you, so you you know what part I'm talking about, right? I, I really like, oh, do. You know. guys are nice. Yeah, you guys are nice to everyone. <laughs> yeah, except the uh, Quebec. Quebecois and uh, Newfoundlanders. Like, and <laughs> the na- I thought the- that was like the best joke. That was the <laughs> yeah. best joke, even and, if it.
1: And the native people. No, they didn't say that.
0: They didn't say that. Did either. they? No, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, no, they didn't say that.
1: I'm actually part Native yeah. uh,
0: I'm supposedly am, but I don't want to pull on uh, Elizabeth Warren. This is actually something uh, I was considering talking about on, on the podcast. Uh, this Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. But she was like, oh, yeah, I'm part Native American. But turned, oh. and she finally got pressure to take her. Uh, I mean, she's the whitest lady you'll, you'll ever see, like. white bread crack what bread cracker what cracker (laughs) cracker that's that's what she that's what she be you know (laughs) like she she dances at what she's like dancing on stage it's like the most awkward cringy thing you, you like you've ever seen it's like the it's like cringe cringe factor 2000 straight up when you when you see her dance but anyway she was all like uh, this is like in the beginning um, when the nominees were like presenting their case to be uh, presidential nominee, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm for all people myself. I'm part, uh, I'm part Native American." It turns out she was like one two thousandth or uh, some ridiculous number uh, like that uh, Native American. I think it was five percent, which is like, I mean, maybe like six, seven generations ago, there was like. Her her great great
1: great great man grandmother, grandperson yeah
0: something yeah her great
1: great like great her great great grandperson
0: yeah yeah supposedly we I, I have a bit of it on uh, on both sides but yeah. I mean I consider myself white right I mean I'm part Irish part this part that uh, uh, but I mean, I mean I'm if, I'm a North American I'm a white sure. I'm a white guy North American there you go. there you go that's that's accurate. Exactly. Exactly. Never apologize for what you are. Exactly. Like Quebecois, well, Quebecois are known to have um, quite a bit of uh, Native American in the gene pool. Like it's re- they, it's actually
1: it's really true.
0: Yeah. So, like they, they like the French and the uh, Native Americans uh, tended to coexist a lot more. Yeah. That's why. Uh, not saying that there there was like some horrible shit, but. Um it was all it, it wasn't like almost like a systematic extermination uh like like the English uh were trying to do with them, right? So
1: mm-hmm. well that's where the term um half blood or in in French is called Métis. That's where the Métis status comes from. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, holy cow, like what what haven't the Simpsons ever mocked uh, a bit and they and the, I find they do it in a tasteful way, man. I mean what
1: very tasteful
0: you know what I mean with, with the shows that are out today, like Rick and Morty, South Park uh I mean, there's a myriad of others. those are the two i I, I like to watch a lot, but. Uh, Family Guy. I mean, Family Guy has some pretty fucking, uh, you know, borderline racist jokes on there. Yeah. I mean. American Dad. I mean, well, yeah, exactly. I guess it just goes to show, like, the guy that started this uh, outrage, he was an Indian. He was, like, kind of complaining complaining that, oh, like, the only role model we had was Apu when we were growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. I, I guess you could make a case. Oh, you'd like to see more of your own people. But I mean... A strong, it's like when people a strong, a strong brown
1: man owning his <laughs> business in America? Yeah. What? Yeah. I know. Uh, and also having a smoking hot wife and
0: like 13 yeah, And still you <laughs> them? Wow. You'd bang, you'd bang uh, Apu's wife? I bet. I would... <laughs> 100 percent his wife <laughs> would you would you bang <laughs> would you bang uh uh miss crabapple uh, <laughs> the teacher miss crabapple no absolutely yeah. absolutely not
1: a pity, she's because she's pity. a smoker a pity bang and mm. yeah if you're a smoker in my eyes you're a zero sorry
0: gotcha yeah ned flanders wife was pretty hot eh Oh, dude,
1: a a Christian woman, but uh,
0: there you go. That was my best Chewbacca impression. I think we might have lost a few viewers here. Oh, probably, but I,
1: when when have we ever gave a shit about uh, viewers? I know. (laughs) Literally. Uh, (laughs) Switching gears here. Um, what do you think about Ricky Gervais and his roast at the Oscars?
0: Oh man, I know, like I said, I know it's old news, but, uh, man, that, that was, man, he, he straight up fucking went into really dark, dark territory there. He
1: really did. He called like most of the Hollywood elite pedophiles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sex Said they were all sellouts, almost basically. Yeah. That it, you know, yeah. if ISIS owned a streaming service, they'd be the first ones mm-hmm. to line up to try to get a, to get yeah. it in on it. Uh, man, he roasted Apple like hard while Tim Cook was right there. You right? saw his face, like like you see his face. He's like ah. my face like my,
1: my Tom, Hanks is, Tom Hanks. His face. Oh my God! I know, it's I know. It kind of face.
0: lost a bit of respect. For Tom Hanks, I was like, "Oh, stop being, stop being a bitch, Tom Hanks. Stop being, stop being so soy, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Fucking man up, buddy. Man, the fuck. He was, was- like, like, like he he looked like legitimately offended. I again, like playing the devil's advocate. I mean, you can make a case. Hey, you know, this is just a celebration. Blah blah blah. We we don't want like every single nefarious thing that's going on." Yeah, uh, and that I personally don't have. I don't want to be lumped in into that. I mean you could make a case that, you know, just didn't find it funny. And I I mean that's cool. Whatever. But I and I I I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard I might be wrong, uh, because a lot of actors, you know, I kinda like had respect for or just enjoy their movies and all that never thought, you know, when I start hearing them get super political and just re rehashing uh, you know leftist ideas and ideology constantly I'm like you know I kind of lose a bit of respect never heard Tom Hanks get into uh, all that type of stuff so he really doesn't he doesn't talk that much publicly though yeah yeah exactly so I mean he's allowed to not find it funny but at the same time I'm like come on lighten up man that was his facial expression was hilarious I know I know not
1: gonna gonna lie (laughs) not gonna lie man like I like literally pissed my pants over Tom Hank's facial expression
0: I know I know it's still engraved it's like so it's like like I see it in my mind's eye HD uh, it really do actually yeah
1: oh oh my god has (laughs) he really said that right now
0: oh god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you can tell there's a lot of like nervous laughter but uh, a lot of people were finding it funny and uh, i think maybe like a good percentage of like hollywood was actually relieved that someone said it in yeah, such exactly. a brutal fashion called them sh- called them out on their bullshit yeah because uh, like a lot of people uh like uh, a lot of uh pe- people in hollywood have said like yo uh uh, it, uh, we're walking on eggshells. I mean, even having like, even saying something as like, oh, I think Trump is actually uh, doing a good job can get you banned from getting roles and shit like that. Can get you blacklisted there, right? So having someone, having someone like that spit the fucking most taboo shit in a funny way like that um, must have been a, a good relief. I think there's like a, a shift uh, happening now um I think like this 10year uh PC culture um you know is losing some momentum that's
1: my that's my take on it yeah I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen but I feel like 2020 is a year
0: yeah yeah well uh, on top if Trump if if Trump gets elected again oh, I, I think Trump it, is actually. Yeah, I think there's a good chance. I don't think it's like guaranteed. Uh, um, I it's, mean, a
1: pretty, it's there, about like 80, 20, 80 20.
0: Uh, yeah, well, there's so much infighting within Demo- the Democratic Party. There's <laughs> uh, like it's, Burnett, it's, Yeah, that's. But has
1: pump has been Trump been impeached? No.
0: Uh. Yeah, they still haven't released uh, the official. Like they voted to impeach, but they still haven't. Uh, I, well, I'm not sure. They haven't given the documents to the Senate yet. Mm-hmm. Have they? I'm asking. No, they haven't. They haven't. Still, holy and it, shit! Okay. And it's wow. it's still it's still a
1: Republican Republican controlled Senate.
0: Exactly that I know. So uh, and I I know like they don't want to negotiate at all with the Democrats. I know. Like, they're like, fuck this man. Uh, like they're again, I don't know all the details, so I don't want to just like spew shit. I'm not too knowledgeable about, but the, what I'm seeing is basically they have no chance. So they're trying to, they're trying to get like some concessions made. Uh, made. So like, they get what they think would be a fairer uh, impeachment hearing and all that. And like the Republicans are like, no, uh, this is a, this is how it's going down and yep. we have support and yep. uh, fuck you. Exactly. F you know? go suck a Joe Biden, dick, you know, <laughs> That's Joe, Biden. go suck a Joe Biden, dick. <laughs> Basically, what um, I think it's Mitch McConnell, the head of uh, the uh, Senate. Yeah. Um. So that's what he's saying to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, Mitch. Uh, yeah, the regular being run by Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Fucking, fucking. Uh, it's actually, actually the approving rating approval ratings have been going up since, uh, since the, uh, the impeachment because Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Just so I, again, there, there's a good chance Trump will be getting being elected, but I mean, even if he doesn't, I don't think it's going to be like a a far leftist uh, candidate. And well, there's actually a, you could say that's, fairly far left but i'm actually liking uh yang oh i know i i was
1: just gonna mention yang actually
0: yeah i mean he's for universal basic income but he's not into all this identity politics he's way more centrist right Yeah. Yeah. Besides the like universal basic income is, is definitely a leftist, uh, you know, idea, especially when it comes to, uh, uh, economy wise, but yeah, he's centrist. Uh, He, he, he seems like the reasonable. Yeah. He seems like the reasonable voice, you know, he doesn't participate in this, this like holier than thou, um, you know, uh, I'm
1: just looking about... Identity
0: politics
1: shit. Andrew Yang is American entrepreneur, philanthropist, author, and lawyer, currently running for the President of the United States in the 2010 election. Nice. He's 45 years old, from Schenectady, New York State. Yeah. I think he has a pretty good chance.
0: Well... He's if I supposedly were, behind but uh yeah I think uh, he like I think like if he were to run against Trump uh, uh, if I was would American, a, he would
1: have a good chance yeah Yeah, if I was American I'd vote for yang I yeah. would yang 2020
0: I would I would ju- just for the like I, I would actually like to see um I've heard him dis- discuss um the uni- universal basic income. Mm -hmm. Uh, his plan on how to implement it and uh, what his expectations are and all that Um, it would be a great experiment it would be the first country to actually do something like that and if it didn't work out you know if it didn't work out well it would be an incredible lesson in history
1: it is what it is
0: yeah yeah we've already
1: tried that in Canada
0: with a Universal, well, we we only did it in a small microcosm, right? Wasn't it like in a small in, in, like in, village, uh, in, like ten
1: thousand people in, in, or something? In 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 Delph Delphin, Delph- Delph- Manitoba.
0: It was a, It was in Manitoba, okay. Yeah, I thought it was Western Ontario, so close. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it was like ten thousand so. people,
1: right? Yeah, and in, in, in Delphin, Delph- Manitoba.
0: Cool, and only. Uh, and it, they did it for like five or six years. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember the details. I did read about it. But I, I remember like the effects were pretty positive. Yeah, absolutely. Dolphin, man. So it, it would be nice to see in a larger scale for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh. And uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
1: Um we're kind of digressing, but yeah, I know. <laughs> that's how this podcast goes. Yeah,
0: that's how we do. That's how <laughs> that's we do up in here. <laughs> that's how we do. Uh- <laughs> yeah, and we won't stop. We won't stop because we can't stop. Can't
1: stop. Can't stop this. Can't stop the Duber Building Podcast. Yeah, man. It's like a. It's like the rolling ball. From Indiana Jones. Yeah. It, it just... Uh, gains the momentum. It's like, exactly. And then it's going to get gonna, out of the way. It, it's going to crush you eventually. Yes. Totally. I, I fully expect this podcast to be like the top 10 on Apple pretty soon.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Ser- seriously. It's going to be the top 10 on Apple. Tap on podcasts. So, yeah. If you're a listener, please rate our podcast on Apple and any other platform that we're this sound. Yes,
0: like Spotify,
1: Spotify, and um, please Stitcher. Please Stitcher. Yeah.
0: Stitch, Stitcher's more American. Yeah. <laughs> Dig- digitally like our shit. It's important. Please do it. Please. <laughs> please 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 i, I mean we we kind
1: of do this of our own free will and volition yes yeah um we're not tom ferris or tim ferris yeah we, we we do this because we genuinely give a shit tim Fer- yes. tim ferris doesn't give a shit about anybody except tim ferris oh you think that I think so. He's written like 5 books.
0: Do you feel do you feel betrayed by Tim Ferriss? I kind of do actually. Really? I really do. I mean, he has good
1: information, but he does not give it of his own free will. He wants he expects to be paid for his information. Mhm. 100%. That's why he sponsors his podcast with
0: Miundies. <laughs> Miundies Me, is a good product. It Bill is. Burr said so. I know that. that who also who who also uh, is sponsored by Miundies? I don't tree. think like I, I don't <laughs> like the way. Uh, for some reason, like like Bill Burr will do uh, the same amount of shilling i think as uh, tim ferris i just think the way tim ferris does it is a little i, I don't know he he really he, he he seems more like bill Burr seems like he's just goofing off all right i gotta do this shit let's uh, yeah. try to make it as funny as possible yeah and tim ferris is like trying to convince you like uh used car car salesman that like this is like one of the best things uh, he's ever came across in in well, his life, right? So,
1: yeah. Well, you know what, Tim? Like, we, I know we really, I, I know we we really harp on Tim Ferriss. Yeah. But well, I don't. He does. Bill uh, does. He, he really, he really fucking has more money than fucking God, and he's just like, hey, use my use my promotional code at and these.com <laughs> dude you already are never mind i'm not gonna go there
0: yeah Ah, uh, for me like uh like that's one of the reasons why i don't listen to his podcast that much but i, I wouldn't say it it's only about that i, I just think sometimes like he uh, he uh i'm not saying he's wrong about certain things but like He'll go. He'll talk, and he's not even necessarily promoting whatever product or or whatever. But he'll talk about like one of the best changes in his life is having like a a temperature controlled mattress where he can control his side of the mattress at temperature, <laughs> and and how much like it made such a huge difference in his productivity. And he wasn't. I, I don't think he was uh, shilling it. He was just having a conversation uh, with someone. So when he goes in those tangents, I kind of, like, lose interest. Uh, yeah, me I, too. I, I, like, I love his books, right? I, yeah. Uh, Tools yeah. of Titans uh, is the uh, last book I, I read from him. And yeah. um, I really, really like that book. A lot of uh, great information and great interviews and perspectives and stuff like that. So I mean, uh, I, I I like the dude personally, but uh, when it comes to podcasting, uh, you know, he's not my favorite podcaster. Right? I know. I'll just say that. Do, do yeah. you know who I think should have a a podcast instead who? of
1: Twitter? Elon Musk?
0: That that'd be interesting, but he doesn't. He, he's kind of awkward when he talks. Eh? He he's uh... not comfortable.
1: I know, but he's introverted, just like me. He's very introverted. Mm-hmm. you don't you don't sound introverted on this podcast, Bill. No, because I I have a persona on this podcast. Yeah. If yeah. Elon Musk decided that, oh, if I was on the Joe Rogan podcast, I'm just gonna yeah. be Elon Musk. When I come on this yeah. podcast, I have a persona and i yeah, I
0: guess he's too busy I guess he's just too busy with uh re- re- revolutionizing the car industry sending people to Mars um, mm-hmm. you know um, he, he is like he, rockets
1: yep spacex his 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 yeah. his, new, his new his new project is spaceX he's
0: yeah. really
1: is really pushing by twenty two thousand and
0: fifty mm-hmm We'll have a million one, people.
1: One million people on the yeah. planet Mars. Yeah.
0: Who the fuck, though? Like I can understand like astronauts and a few like outliers. I'll want to explore, but how the fuck are you going to get a million people to go to a shithole like Mars? Because, <laughs> because, like, really?
1: because it'd be like, hey, John, you're you're yeah. this shit now. Do you want to go to Mars? Yeah. Wait, wait, John. What? John Gagné, or John mm Hmm. I was just like, "Hey, John, like, what's your retirement plan?" I was just like, "Hey, Baillete, what's your retirement plan?" As mm-hmm. like, you know, what I have, I have a million dollars in the bank. I'll go to Mars. No.
0: Yeah. Why? Why the fuck would I go to Mars? I I don't know. <laughs> there's no way I, I'd be leaving Earth to go to go to Mars when there's like he wants basically send, he wants to send like um
1: what's his numbers here a million a million people by 2050 let's do like,
0: some, yeah like the does he like the way I I I didn't read uh, too much into it like 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 I've seen. I've heard and read a few things uh, briefly, but I'm under the impression he wants to have like a million people on Mars at that time, uh, like creating like a colony that that's correct, right? Correct. One million people by the year 20, 2000 Mars, that will be at least semi uh, permanent residents there. Not like a million people by the, by the time it's 2050, people have been in and out of Mars, right? I I just want to make sure uh, uh, what distinction he's making there. One million – sorry.
1: One million people by 2050. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. No, it's it's pretty like pie in the sky.
0: Yeah. I I don't think, like, realistically – like, would you want to go to Mars – Like, would you want to stay on Mars? It's
1: 30,333.677 persons per year for the next 30 years.
0: As of now, right?
1: As of right now.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not going to happen. But, like, the second – like, I mean, the second question here is, like, who would really want to leave everything behind to go to a place where – I mean – I miss having fresh food, <laughs> you know? I, I would miss having fresh food. I'd okay. miss having an atmosphere. You know how pussy you'd be after coming back from Mars? Oh, you man. This pound of margarine is so heavy. It's a one-way trip. Yeah, so they'd have to stay there. Yeah. So he, he really wants, like, full-time colonists there, a million of them by. Wow. Thirty. Years. Well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe he'll. Uh, you know. Maybe uh, they'll do like the the French did a few hundred years back. Uh, all uh, yeah. the been rejects been... of society and uh, prisoners and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Hey, yeah. uh, we can give you a life sentence or death row, or you can go on a permanent one way trip to Mars. New, new Mars. Yeah. Instead of oh. New France, it'd be New Mars. Yeah. Literally,
1: new Mars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's that's the only way he's going to ever make his quota.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think, yeah, a million people would willfully go to Mars permanently. No. I mean, that's like leaving your friends, your family, your life. But, like, even even if you have, like, a shitty – you know, fucking minimum wage job and like you're still doing a lot better than the people on Mars. I mean, like like imagine anyone that has a decent standard of living, they, they won't, they won't want to go to Mars permanently. No. You know,
1: I, I personally like enjoying breathing oxygen and nitrogen. Yeah. Yeah. What a coincidence. Me too. Yeah, me too. I really like enjoying
0: breathing oxygen. I enjoy uh, the breathing, you know? With that breathing? Yeah, the breathing? The breathing is, uh, is uh, very good.
1: <laughs> very good on uh, planet Earth?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, yeah. So, I mean, like right now, Mars as it is, as it is, is a shithole. Now, if you got realistically having a few thousand people on mars like people that you know have like this calling to to explore and uh, you know be a pioneer in something uh in whatever their field is uh yeah that's possible and gradually gradually from there um gradually from there you know attract more people create you, you, you'd have to create some opportunities on mars that would entice mm-hmm. people to go there you know absolutely yeah
1: real realistically we're we're going to have a moon a moon base first
0: yeah for sure yeah yeah so uh yeah so i i'm definitely not going to mars That's for sure. Not in my life. You? Not in my lifetime, no. Unless you can come back, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Well, if I'm still young at 100 years old and there's like a decent decent infrastructure, we are able to uh, drastically increase the speed. Because it's a two-year trip now, right? Presently with the technology we have. it's, It's 26 months. Yeah, so a little bit, a little over two years uh, to go to Mars. Um, Say in another seventy years, um, incredible breakthroughs are done. Maybe we reduce it to to six months or something. I might do it, you know, if um, you know, with advances in technology. Say at one hundred years old, we're still uh, we're still pretty much the same people we are, health wise and. You know, biological age and all that. uh, You know, we're still uh, in good form. Like some people are saying, we will be. Then uh, who knows? You know, a six month uh, six like a two year like type of expedition, six months going, a year on Mars, and another six months coming back type of thing. Who knows? It might be interesting, but never to live there. Holy crap, man! No, because in
1: order to in order to in order for Mars to be a, a viable project, you need to have people of a certain class of of life—engineers, mm-hmm. people with technical knowledge. It, it, yep, it's, it's it's kind of a pipe dream. Yep, it is what it is. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, what, what's his plan for people on Mars? Like, what, what would be the incentive? Like, you, you've read uh, more into this uh, than I have. Uh, like, what – how does – did he mention how he was going to get these people? Did he have an idea or no, – just it, like, oh, it, a million people. Just, just like Elon, Elon Musk,
1: as much as I, I like the man, love the man – Yep, he only really talks a lot of shit. He talks a lot of shit on Twitter,
0: yes, all the time. Oh yeah, that's why. I'm, that's what that's what makes his stock so volatile. It really does. Yeah, um, yeah. Tesla stock is one crazy stock, man. It like man, it double, it over doubled its money since October. Yeah. Talk about abundance.
1: Abundance. <laughs> do Do you have an abundance uh, an
0: abundance practice, John? Um, a practice. I would say yes. It, it doesn't feel like a practice anymore. Yeah. Uh, I I I just try. You know, I just try to like something I do is is reminisce, uh, you know, from one point in time to another, yeah. you know, how one point in time where I was at one point of time and where I, I am now. And that typically puts things in perspective because I, uh, I guess I'm naturally, um, impatient and I'll, like a, a lot of things, uh, I, a lot of my endeavors, I lose patience with them because I want results a lot right. quicker than I actually get. But when I actually, you know, do a timeline, I realize that I mean I'm getting some pretty good results in what I do fairly quickly. Uh, so, uh, you know, reminiscing and you know, relativizing what uh, where I, I've been is definitely definitely helps. Being grateful, gratitude is definitely. Is, is is definitely good. Like being being grateful for what you have now and being able to enjoy what you have now, while still planning and striving for better, is uh, creates a happy, uh, a positive balance in one's life. Do you have a, a written practice? You write a every writ- Do you write it down every day? Well, I've uh, no, I don't. Uh, I, I, I've done that type of stuff, uh, on occasion through the years. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, sometimes like, like, I guess like when I'd start a new business or go into a new endeavor or, or whatever, I'd have like like what I like to call the eye of the tiger, kind of like uh, when Apollo Creed talks to uh, Rocky. This is an old reference. But mm-hmm. uh, I think in Rocky three, um, uh, Apollo tells Rocky's like, yo, you he's fight, He has to fight against uh, Mr. T. Mr. T is this monster. And Apollo's like, yo, you're going to get killed. He doesn't have the eye of the tiger. He's kind of gotten like complacent with his status as a champion, Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not the un- underdog fighting uh, fighting to be on top anymore. So sometimes I like to remind myself that, you know, I need to get that energy back again. And, you know, sometimes writing it down and even uh, getting pissed. But I, I, I would say for abundance because, like, having an abundant life of all kinds of things. But let's, let, let's just uh, talk about, like, money uh for now uh money and success and all that uh, it it's a holistic approach right i know if Correct. i go to the gym if i go to the gym um, and take care of my health it, it's going to have positive it's going to have a positive impact uh on uh on my finances most of the time because i'll have better sleep um, uh, better brain function, so when I do uh, need to have a sharp brain to do what I do, um, I'll have that. But it's not the only reason why I go to the gym either, right, as an example. Same with meditation, same for fasting and all that. So um, I, I, I like to think that everything I do has an abundance approach in different fields, not just like money, I guess. Because like, you know, health is abundance in a sense, right? um uh, prosperity is abundance, uh, you know, beauty, having beauty in your life is, uh, is abundance, uh, looking good, even looking good. I mean, that's, uh, that's abundance in, in a sense. So, so I guess whatever I practice to improve my life is, uh, is an abundance practice. That's the way I see it.
1: But do your, do you tell yourself every day, I am grateful, appreciative for the things that I have in my life.
0: I might not phrase it like that, but I try to be grateful. Uh, I, I try to think I actually got – I've been doing this uh, for a couple years now uh, in uh, Tom Fer- uh, in uh, Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Um, that's one of the uh, – Chapters that stuck the most uh, that type of practice. So I, I like to be Practice gratefulness, I don't do it in a systematic way, but um, whenever I get a little bit um, Tired uh, you know mentally tired or whatever uh, and my my brain starts my mind starts to uh, entertain uh, a more negative variety of thoughts. Uh, I try to, I ought to, which happens, you know, fairly regularly. Uh, I, I kind of like reframe it into uh, gratitude, and which helps me, which helps me have uh, good energy. I, I've noticed for me when I when I do something too regimented, I kind of I'm able to do it, and I'll create a, a positive effect. But then. There's like a there's it, it, it kind of there's like a pushback from my brain, and it's almost like I become allergic to it. So I've noticed like being a little bit more organic with practices like that. Uh, those are all good practices. When I can't kind of uh, incorporate them organically throughout my day, uh, it, I find I have better results with that.
1: Yeah, I could, I could get behind that. Yeah, I I tend that's for me. That's for me. So yeah, I I tend to write a lot of things down. Yeah, I just if I don't write it down, then it never happened. Mm -hmm. Um, If I if I physically write on a piece of paper, I am full because I am I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am wise. If I if I if I write it down, I physically feel the things that I'm grateful for. Yep.
0: Yeah. Writing will also use different parts of your brain than if you uh, <clears throat> say you type it yep. or say if you writing really uh, uses. um a lot of parts of your brain. It's, it's actually a fairly complex thing, a lot more than typing actually. So if you, actually what I did, I, I remember a few years back um, when I was working on uh, uh, an e-commerce store, uh, I kept on writing every day that uh, every day um, uh, I I make three grand a month with this store easy peasy over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, it, it kept me pumped, right? Because I forced myself to write it 10 times a day, uh, as a, as a practice. And I guess what it did is it kind of forced me to keep on working on it, on that e-com store, which I don't have anymore because, uh, Facebook ads for some, I have no idea why, but they, they said, uh, one of my products and meet the guidelines. So I'm not allowed to advertise on them uh, with them anymore. So, but yeah, I've, I've, I've tried a myriad of things and a lot of things I don't do. And then I'll get back to, to doing them and all that, but I have like so many different practices and uh, I, I guess I'm so volatile with my discipline too. And I'm interested in so many things that I, I kind of always got to keep a certain state of flexibility and flow on uh, my different practices, but any practice that is consciously and actively uh, promoting, uh, no matter what it is, promoting abundance, is, I, I think is definitely something someone uh, should consider doing uh, in their life. I mean, so many people are stuck with, stuck uh, feel stuck, and are you know stagnant uh, with their status quo life you know well i
1: i feel if you take the time to appreciate what you have it will start to bring the things into your life and stop blocking energy flow
0: yeah i agree
1: right because You know, at at the bare minimum you have, you have a roof over your head. You have a, hopefully have a family that loves you, cares about you, gives a shit about you. Yep. Um, at least where we live in Canada, I think there's a minimum standard of living you can attain. Yep. And if, if you take the time to just appreciate what you have, more things will realistically tend to flow into your life.
0: Yeah, well, it, it does. Like, let us say we we take away like some of the more nuanced or uh, uh, like the more advanced <laughs> reasons of why this can help you. At the minimum, it's going to it, it's going to breed breathe in positive energy into yourself, right? Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about all the shit that's wrong, uh, one morning and you got shit to do, uh, and you start saying, well, you know, I got good stuff going on, blah. blah, blah, blah that, that already, that's already a, a positive shift in your brain that, that can completely change the outlook of your day. Uh, because uh, I've noticed with me, like the first, uh, the first hour, uh, my, a lot of times, like what I'm feeling the first hour from when I wake up, uh, a lot of times will determine the rest of my day. So, and I actually practice gratitude, especially when I really don't feel like doing what I need to do during my day. Uh, gratitude and just just appreciating the moment and what you have and uh, what, you know, what your situation is. Uh, Even the stuff that seems like you know, just like having running water, Uh, (laughs) exactly. Like seriously, I do. I've done that a lot, and like you said about like just living in Canada, uh, like especially in my in my darker times uh, a few years back, um, I used to think about that a lot. Like I, I used to be. I mean, you could be on the streets and still have a lot more. Uh, resources available to you, even if you don't have a job and you have nothing, uh, but you still have a uh, more opportunity and resources. And if you live, uh, you know, uh, in a lot of uh, compared to a lot of countries in the world. Yeah. Third, third world countries. Yeah. Well, even, even some countries that are there, that, that aren't even considered third world. Well, like look at Russia, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean I I don't know how bad it is or how it is now. Uh we yeah. do have some we, we we might have some guests pretty soon that can uh uh give us a better insight but I know it's far from the the quality of life that we have here or in the US or even the European countries. Well, I mean
1: they they've lived in they've lived in communism for close to 40 close to 50 years. Yep and it's uh they they've just now come out after in
0: the last 30 years yeah. mhm but it's 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 still a certain form of communism i mean i mean like old ideas ideolo- ideologies like that um don't uh, completely disappear no they, they tend to persist they tend to persist yeah yeah they like like, like I'm sure uh, there's been a lot of changes, but I mean it, it's hard to completely restructure mentalities and um, uh, fundamental ways of governing and doing things and, and all that in, in the space of uh, 30 years.
1: In, in Soviet Russia, podcasts listen you
0: Yeah, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So, uh yeah, uh, I, I'm definitely grateful to be uh, born in Canada. Be- being born in Canada is like winning the jackpot.
1: Yeah, because you have at least the freedom of mobility. Um, you have the opportunity to have social insurance. You have a lot of yep. nets that a lot of other places in the world don't have. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I I I Look. am grateful.
0: Yeah, but the cold though, the cold though. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: <sighs>
0: yeah. it hit -45 uh at certain times uh last week in Edmonton. I know it was even colder uh in uh, your area.
1: No, yeah, it was -50 minus, minus Celsius. Yeah. Uh I spent a lot of...
0: Oh, it it, I it lot was of minus time.
1: 50? Yep. in with the wind chill? All, holy shit, man. Yeah, but was minus 40. 45 was free. Yeah, with the wind chill factor, minus 45, 50. And I spent a lot of time sleeping. Oh,
0: man. But you were working outside some of those days, right? I was. Man. I was working at ambient
1: temperature... Negative 33, 35 degrees. God damn. And with wind chill factor, it felt like minus 50.
0: God damn, man.
1: Celsius.
0: But uh, I'm grateful.
1: <laughs> you I am, I, I, I yeah. am great-
0: man. You got to be grateful somehow because you'll kill yourself in working in that shit. I oh.
1: spent I spent two weeks wearing long john underwear. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of my other clothing. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time sleeping. A lot.
0: Well, of- at least you didn't get. At least you didn't get beheaded or stoned to death for practicing witchcraft because you, I don't know, you took uh, magic mushrooms one time. <laughs> it's what they do in Saudi Arabia. Like if you do like something like really what they would consider weird, like if yeah. you talked about like psychedelic or talking to entities like uh, on, uh, uh, because you smoke DMT, You'd have the Maury's police, which are basically the religion police down there, uh, arrest you for witchcraft or some shit like that. Oh, he's talking to demons. (laughs) (laughs) I talk talk to demons. I'm a dragon. I'm a dragon. I'm a dragon.
1: Oh, my God. The dragon police are going to come get you, John.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, if you're other, if you're another kin in Saudi Arabia, you're definitely going to get beheaded. So I'm grateful that even though I'm not another kin, uh, another kin, uh, I could be if I wanted to. You know, I could go up to my. I'm like Bill. I got something to say. Yeah. You know, I've been living in the closet for years. I'm actually a dragon.
1: Yep. I identify they, they really they they really exist. They you identify you were, as a Dragon John. That's your Yes. Yeah. No? I accept Yes. I accept you the way you are.
0: Well you better we're in Canada, man. Can't you right? can't go against my my self identity, man. I know. What are you talking about? It's the way it is. It's the way it is. Way she I'm goes.
1: grateful. I'm very grateful.
0: <laughs> well i'm grateful we're um <laughs> i was gonna say I'm grateful this podcast is coming to an end i i didn't mean i didn't mean this i didn't mean to want to say that but uh, uh, it anyways is it, is. it is what it is so uh, i am grateful that uh, we are uh we've been going through most of our subject matter here uh what else did we have have to cover? I think you wanted to talk about polyphasic sleep. Uh, is there something else we're missing here? The 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 soy burger. Oh, the soy burger. Yeah. Beyond
1: beyond beyond meat. Which I wish Beyond Meat. I, I wish I, I had invested in stock in the impossible burger beyond meat. Like five years ago. I wish I had
0: well you couldn't be beyond meat uh actually just um got their i p o launched uh this summer their initial public initial
1: public offering
0: yes uh it was it was actually uh they they were released uh yeah this summer or this spring it was this it was in two thousand nineteen right so if you if if you want to wish for stuff like that right now you should have wished for Tesla or right. you know that's where or or even Apple like apple like man if you would have bought that like even in like in two thousand ten I think it was like only like sixty bucks or something it's like three hundred and twenty right now right yeah I'm just- but uh yeah be- I'm kind
1: so of a am a lazy stock investor so is, mm. it, is, what
0: it is. Well, it, well, you're an investor, you're not a trader, right? That, that, I, I that, trade.
1: That's the that's the main difference, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I, I mean, you could both, you, could, you yeah. could still you could still invest in Beyond Meat. I actually had a decent pullback where um, you know, the, the this company is probably—it's uh, hard to say because, like, you probably invest with the like with a fundamental perspective. So you're you're, you're investing and in seeing what the true value of the company is and uh, what's where it, how it's going to perform on the mar- marketplace long term. Uh, so, like, you got to check its competition and all that. So, what if? I don't know if Beyond Meat would be a good investment long term, just because like all these other big companies are catching on. Uh, you know, like uh, General Foods and uh, a whole a whole host of uh, established companies that, that have been in business for a hundred years um, are are catching on. But I mean, they really they really got a brand name. Like they really established themselves as the brand. Uh, the brand to go the go-to brand for anything uh, vegan and you know uh, I I think it it could be it might be a risky not necessarily risky risky like you'd lose all your money it might be a stock that's not gonna produce much in the future but it might be actually a stock that grows a lot and just the fact that uh, they have deals with Costco uh, McDonald's, A&W, uh, they just made a deal with, um, Burger King,
1: Starbucks,
0: Denny. Yeah. yeah. Just recently with Starbucks, they seem to have, uh, quite a good grasp on that market as of now. Anyway. So, uh, in the near future, I think it's a good investment And If you want to invest in it, uh, I mean, if you do a little bit more research on it, you can make your own decision on that. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think it would be foolish to uh, uh, after the pull down. Like everyone's going crazy. Like it rose like 200 percent, like in in the space of uh, a couple months. But then, like all 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 big spikes like that, it crashed. It, it did exactly like Bitcoin did in two, at the end of 2017. Like if you look at the chart, it's exactly the same thing. But like, what do you think about the burger? Uh, have you ever tried any of? Uh, I had the Beyond Burger at a uh, a year ago. Yeah, me as well. You've tried it. I've tried it. And what do you think? It's solid.
1: It's okay. It, it, I mean, it's not meat, but it's the next closest thing to meat.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I if I were. Uh... Like if I did decide to be a vegan, uh, but I I really missed meat, I I, I definitely wouldn't be displeased uh, with their product, that's for sure. Yeah. But uh, probably the next big thing that's going to be the equivalent uh, to the Beyond Meat craze is going to mm-hmm. be lab-grown meat. Yeah, it's coming. Kind of- that's. Yeah, that's coming. Uh, I think we'll see that commercialized within the next 10 years. So real meat, uh, quality control and all that, um, you know, without harming any animals, I'll be very interesting. So, um, speaking uh, of hamburgers right now, I'm starting to get hungry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah Yeah, so uh, I think we've covered uh, everything uh, everything here. I never thought a vegan uh, food item would would get uh, hum- get me hungry here. so
1: yeah you have, uh, uh, you have a you you
0: beyond meat. You have you have a vegan hard on? No, I don't. I, I'm not craving for a beyond meat burger, but the, the burger was good enough that I had that it, it started getting uh, the rumblings going. You know, if you, it it, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't disgusting is what I'm saying. It wasn't like, Oh my God, it was so gross. It actually cuts my appetite. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So, um, did you have anything to add to this fabulous number 12, uh, podcast? This is our 12 podcast, right? Number 11. Number 11 episode, sorry. I'm a, I'm a time traveler.
1: Yeah, I know. As we know, t- time time, is now.
0: Yes. Um,
1: it, it's all re- It's all relative.
0: I was only in future now and came back, and I got confused what my timeline's been.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 thought I, I, I thought I was in 2019 for about a month, so it is what it is.
0: It is what it is.
1: You um, said it. It is what it is. Time is now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Wise just, words. We, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> please, please buy uh, MeUndies from Tim Ferriss. Yes. Just to make him look like an idiot.
0: How does that make him look like an idiot? Well, I don't know. I'm like oh people are giving me free money still okay yeah I just I'm just I'm really tired of his nonsense okay
1: um I really like his books but his podcasts suck dick
0: a, a better a better way would be like make fun mock the me undies commercial constantly under his uh comments sections on his You're YouTube really, videos Yeah,
1: you, you really have to do that please.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that Bill is. Bill is your master on this one. Yeah. I'm just the I, I'm just the innocent spectator. Right. Of course. Yes. <laughs> it is it is what it is, Bill. It, it is, is what it is. What it it is. A it wise is man had. said that a few times. A wise man said that. <laughs> a few
1: times. Oh, uh- <laughs> Uh, this this podcast is really morphing into something. Um, but if you enjoy it's it, morphing, yeah. Yes, you, if you enjoy it, please subscribe on all of our platforms, whether that be Spotify, Apple. Please leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. it's a platform stitcher which is big in the united states and you can always reach us at our twitter at doomer podcast
0: (laughs) and and you can also you can also see uh catch reruns of this podcast also on youtube and you can even uh you can even leave comments uh, on there too um uh, feel free and like we have discussed before we are open to having some guests on we should be having guests uh, within the next month now uh, pretty soon so that that will be very interesting and anywhere any ethnicity uh any part of the world as long as we can have a conversation in uh english uh yeah. we are definitely interested in uh learning about uh new things and new areas of uh, the world that we're not familiar with and just having a fresh perspective on things. Yep. For, for true, for the true. Oh, for true man. For true. For true. Yeah. Do-yo. For, for name First name for true. Doyo. Last name, <laughs> Doyo. Doyo. Oh, for true Doyo. All right, <laughs> Bill. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Itte, we I, I I will be signing off. Um, if you had any last remarks, uh, the, it's time right now. Um,
1: follow Bill Ete on Instagram. Perfect. Yep. Cheers.
0: Excellent. So this is the Doomer Bloomer podcast. Signing out. Cheers.